What's up? It's your girl Kirsten and Moni, and we are Never, Never Not, Not Extra. Extra, and you are now tuned in to Speak Up Podcast. Hey. <laughs> oh, stay going. Stay going. Hello, everyone. My name is Renisa. Hey, y'all. This is Jen, and this is our podcast. Speak up. up. What's up, Jen? Hey, girl. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. Glad we made it to episode 33. We did. 33. Can you guys believe it? Damn. Yeah, it's growing up. For those of <laughs> you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends, and we created this podcast to use our voices to help people overcome life's challenges through self-love and respect. Yeah, we feel like self-love and respect are two very important things that just kind of, you know, keep us motivated and help us get through life. So that's why it's always emphasized in our episodes. Yeah, um, I completely agree. Um, so Jen, what is our title today? Today our episode is called Love Through the Flaws. Love Through the Flaws. That's a beautiful title. Honestly, we all come with flaws, but you got to still love yourself through them and love others through theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really important to talk about this because I feel like you know, in this day and age, um, we have a certain concept of love or like what the ideal partner looks like or mm-hmm. even what our ideal selves would look like. Mm-hmm. So we forget that although we have this idea in our head, we do come with flaws. Like you were saying, you know, other people come with flaws also. So it's very important to talk about this because that way we're not setting ourselves up for failure. We're actually realizing, you know, there's a real person out here, a real person inside of me who does have flaws and is always going to have flaws. Yeah, um, you know, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with standards and stuff, but I feel like when we're always all having it like this and someone falls short of that, we're quick to just throw the whole thing away, like the whole brush the person off. And that's with every type of relationship. We're talking about love, relationship, family, mm-hmm. friends, like, shoot. Anybody that you meet in life, they they are capable of, you know, of falling short of, of your expectations. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's like, what is worth being patient for and what is it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, someone very important to both of us, actually. Mm-hmm. I remember she, I sat down with her because, you know, I was going through a lot at that time and everything. And she was like, you know, everybody in life is going to disappoint you, no matter who it is. It can be your parents, it can be your husband, you know, your friends, whomever, and you might even disappoint you. And that's the reality of the fact that we have to come to terms with. Like, we have to realize, you know, no one is ever going to be 100% their best selves. You're not going to be 100% your best self. And you will get those disappointments. You're going to realize, like, damn, this person comes with a lot of shit. I come with a lot of shit, you know? Mm -hmm. A person's flaws shouldn't change your love for them, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, When you... When you base love based on a person's flaws, it's going to literally change every day. Because mm-hmm. like Jen was saying, some days we are at the hundreds and other days we're not. Mm-hmm. So what, you stop loving a person because that one time they disappointed you? No, you know. Um, also in this world, we put a lot of things on material, yeah. realistic things on status and things like that. So I feel like when someone isn't meaning those certain things or they pop in one day and the next minute they knock or something happened to them, you know, all of a sudden the love for it changed. And I feel like that's fake love, you know, mm-hmm. when you love somebody strictly for their status or things like that. It goes a lot with, let's be real, with celebrities. Like, before the celebrity got big, who was really thinking about them? Who was supporting them? But then as soon as they blow up, it's like, oh, but then something happens to them, they lose all their wealth or, you know, something, a life-altering situ- situation happens and, you know, people don't feel for them the way that they used to. And they, celebrities are human too, so they're going to have moments where they... They fluctuate up and down also. Exactly. Shoot. I feel like with celebrities, some of their biggest flaws tend to be amplified, Mm. you know, not justifying anybody's behavior. Like, obviously, 
even if you're a celebrity, you can be toxic also. But at the end of the day, like, you know, maybe they caught them at a bad moment, like the paparazzi got all up in their face and they reacted some way or, you know, they fell on stage while making a dance routine or something like these are things that, you know, memes may be made out of them or like people will change their opinion on them and everything. And it's like we got to realize these people have lives too. They got baggage, they got trauma that they're carrying with them. Um, of course, it's not justifying some of the behaviors that we've seen from not even just celebrities, but from people in general. Um, so I think that's what we're trying to heavily emphasize here with this episode is that, um, yes, everybody has flaws, but know the difference between flaws and just manipulative, toxic behavior. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we all have a story, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad, but all, all of our stories, and you know, whatever we came from shapes us into the person that we are today. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, um, you know, when, we, when you're getting in a relationship with a new partner, you know, it's very important to learn about where they came from, learn about their family dynamics. All that will tell you a lot about who they are because you'll learn about how that they cope with what happened to them. Because obviously there's people that have been through a lot of bad scenarios, but they're good people. And mm -hmm. there's people that have been through good scenarios in life, but they're not the best people. And I, I feel like their story doesn't define who you are, but it plays a big part because actually it's how you react to what has happened to you. Mm -hmm. How did you work on healing from those traumas and um i think when you're you know when you're dating you're talking different you know you're talking to different people getting to know people it's okay to um take that time to learn that about them and not to judge them about wherever they came from and also want to stress like this with family um you know parents for example too you know i feel like you know we look at our parents as superheroes you know like they're you know for most of us that's who raised us you know whether it was one or two parents or like someone else you look to as a parent raised you they have a story too they have things that they grew up with, you know, and oftentimes like with my mom, that was something I had to learn firsthand mm -hmm. because like, you know, when we would have certain um, situations with each other where we didn't see eye to eye and stuff, I was always like feeling some type of way. But then like when I take the time to reflect, my mom has a story too. There's mm -hmm. things that, you know, shaped her to who she is and stuff. And I take time to understand that I'm not so hard about it and I could love her through whatever she's going through mm -hmm. that's very true and I think with parents it's one of the hardest things to realize that mm -hmm. they are flawed that they are human um you know I've seen my mom go through really bad depression mm -hmm. um my biological father there's a lot of things that I learned about him also when I took a step back and realized he is human that he's not a perfect father by any means um but you know even now he's doing the best he can because this is the only best he knows, you know, and I think with uh, parents, we need to realize that also that maybe their upbringing has a lot to do with the way they raised us or didn't raise us, you know, um, any type of abandonment we may deal with, with like a parent or something, we got to realize what their story looks like. Also, like with my biological dad, I had to realize that also he had a lot of abandonment issues himself. He never let himself get too close to anybody. Um, so that kind of reflected in the type of relationship he built with my brother and I. And I feel like even until now, we struggle to create like more of a healthy relationship, mm -hmm. but it's because of him not dealing with any of that. And I think now I accept it more so for the fact that he is flawed. You know, but I am too. Like, I'm not the perfect daughter, you know. Um, and I had to let go of a lot of resentment that I had towards him when I saw him as just a parent. Like, seeing, oh, or thinking, you know, oh, well, everybody else has their dad. Or, you know, girls can be daddy's little girl. Why couldn't I be one or whatever? But mm -hmm. now it's just different. But, yeah, it had to all change with the way I looked at him more as a human being rather than 
a dad yeah, yeah and that's a really good point because honestly too i think what we get is just like what we see on tv like i feel like a mom and a dad is supposed to be a certain way but you know there's no perfect mom and dad you know they all come with their own story their own baggage and think you know things that they were dealing with so i feel like when you watch when we're watching movies or watching shows i feel like that isn't there you know like you know um and we have to keep that in mind and know like it's okay to just have an, like a normal parent you know and it happens, you know, and I feel like all that shapes us to be the person we're meant to be. And I feel like, too, us as a child, you know, us being the glue in our family, too, we often catch ourselves trying to um, help our, our parents' traumas, you yeah. know, heal whatever they were dealing with. But I, I had to come, I feel like I, me personally, I had to come to the realization that that's a, something like they have to still work on for mm-hmm. themselves. And it's okay to let them do that in a healthy way, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to say, like, you know, um, with friendships, too, um, you know, I learned, too, not everybody's like you. Mm-hmm. So when you have different friends that react to things a certain way, they have their own shit they yeah. went through. So that's why when certain scenarios happen, you can't get mad because whatever, they're not reacting to a situation the way you would because their own story made them who they are mm-hmm. today. Now, yeah, if it's something you just can't rock with, they handle the situation in a way it's like, okay, this is a no, that's mm-hmm. different. But you know, sometimes to you, even your friends, they have their own shit. They find their balance. Sometimes friends don't even always open up and tell you exactly what they're going through. So take that time too to check on your friends and make sure they they're okay too, mm-hmm. even if they're not opening up. Yeah, I think it's important to establish the core values in mm-hmm. any relationship you have, like whether that. it's with family, yeah, or friendships, especially romantic relationships, because, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, they're not always going to see things the way that you see them. But as long as like a core value aligns with yours you can make the friendship work mm-hmm. um obviously when it's something that you would just not even do you know because it's against your morals and you know you don't feel right it's not sitting right with you then maybe it's time to recheck the reevaluate the relationship um and i think it's very important to realize also like maybe this can go for any type of relationship but specifically like dating relationships or someone you're trying to date um everyone has a representative you know at first when it's like the honeymoon phase, like you're joking with each other, you know, you're, the butterflies are kicking in or whatever. Everybody's trying to show you their good side, right? I mean, even me, like, um, you know, I've been called charming before and I didn't realize that that's how I come off. But in the very beginning, yeah, you're going to see that charming side. You know, you're going to see that like goofy, funny side, not saying I'm not always goofy, but you know, there's also other sides to my personality where it's like, I'm more serious or more reserved or, you know, I can have a temper things like that. Um, but I had to realize that also with the men I was trying to date that, you know, at first, yeah, it's going to be all fun and games. It's supposed to be lighthearted conversations, you know, it's supposed to be jokes every single day or, you know, just happy texts. But then as you get to know them and they get to know you, conversations get more serious, you know, things start to open up, you start to really learn about their core values. And that's when you got to ask yourself, you know, is this something that I can still rock with as we continue with our relationship? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that representative, it subconsciously comes out. We all do it. Let's mm-hmm. be real. You're going to first meet somebody. You're going to show that. But honestly, I feel like not only time reveals who a person is, because yeah, there's people that meet someone for 20 years and still doesn't completely know. You never, you'll never completely know a person, mm-hmm. but I feel like experiences scenarios is how you really get to know a person you know like when you really went through some shit with a person mm-hmm. you know lost everything and that person was still still had your back when they were tested and they were still loyal through whatever you're going through that's where i feel like that representative count kind of comes down because you know i feel like when things happen on site you can't fold like the real you is going to come right. out when there's a certain scenario 
And also, um, too, I want to say with the, well, going off of flaws and stuff, too, is being able to realize you're flawed also and being open to people telling, you know, telling you that you are, and like, yeah. you know, like helping you through whatever you're, you're flawed. So, like, if when your representative does come down and you are showing sides about you, you know, that aren't your best sides, you know, it's okay to be open to people, you know, showing you the way, you know, like a, just helping you improve, do yeah. self-improvement. That's I'll true. Say. Mm-hmm. No, that's absolutely true. Um, this doesn't mean, you know, let somebody criticize you yeah, or whatever. No. But what Bernice is saying is, yeah, like be willing to take that constructive feedback, you know, mm-hmm. where everybody's flawed. Nobody on this planet is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, or else I don't know who the fuck you are. But, uh, you know, it's something that we need to come to terms with. And I feel like some of us are so desperate to just keep like a perfect persona in front mm-hmm. or online you know or whomever we're trying to date like no they can't see me like I look a certain way you know or whatever and at the end of the day that's going to show whether you want it to or not and then your loved ones are going to be able to tell you like hey yo like you got some attitude you need to work on or something you know I know I had to hear it from some of my loved ones that I needed to work on my attitude I needed to work on my temper you know like because it was coming out in wrong ways. Um, so we need to realize that no one's perfect, you know, um, and we're definitely not perfect. And you need to start working on yourself before you start pointing out other people's flaws, though. Yeah, I'm going to be real. Like, pride is a motherfucker, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like oftentimes, especially when you're a person who has to be strong for others, it's hard for you to show your weaknesses. I feel like, you know, you try to show, I got it, I'm okay, I don't need this, da 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 but when you do that, a day is going to come where things are too heavy for you to hold and you're going to eventually drop it. So it's like if somebody's really trying to help you and be there for you, let them, you know, um, if it, it goes with it, because um, pride would definitely get you caught up, in, you know, feeling like you don't need anybody, you don't need anything. And then guess what? You're just going to end up falling deeper into whatever it is that you're struggling with, mm-hmm. you know, you might even end up alone and you wonder why, like nobody wants to be around you or whatever or you know, why you keep losing people and stuff. Um, Because at the end of the day, it's not up to anybody else to love your flaws. Like, other people can't save you. You know, this literally has to come from you. Like, you have to be the, like, we say this all the time. You got to be the one willing to do the inner work. You got to be the one willing to sit down, face those demons, those traumas, you know, and really be like, okay, what do I need to work on? Um, How can I improve from this? And it's not going to be easy. You're going to, you know, ebb and flow the way life does. And just because you're working on certain flaws now, it doesn't mean five years from now you're not going to have other flaws to work on. Or it doesn't mean something's not going to trigger you and some other flaw isn't going to pop up. Like, this is why it's important for you to continuously, you know, do the work, meditate, pray, everything, um, really get deep down and dirty with yourself because these flaws are going to follow us for the rest of our lives. Yeah, honestly, I feel like the notion of flaws should be normalized mm-hmm. because. We're all striving to be perfect, striving to be great and things like that. But we're literally, you know, we're tearing ourselves apart every time we're like over criticizing ourselves or over criticizing others. Because, you know, honestly, when you love to learn to love, sorry, when you learn to love your flaws, you also learn how to love other people's flaws and accept them for who they are. You know, as long as they're a good person, like Jim was saying, meet your value, your core values, you know, none of that other shit should matter you know obviously as long as it's nothing toxic or nothing like that but you know i feel like that self-acceptance will help you accept others and help you you know you'll be able to push yourself to your fullest potential and also push others and teach others you know but all that starts from within and we have to do that nitty-gritty work to get to that level yeah 
Because, you know, going back to, like, dating, mm-hmm. um, after the honeymoon phase is over and you're starting to get real deep feelings for this person or something, you realize there's a few things that you weren't expecting. Maybe this person has a, I don't know, a drinking habit or something, you know, um, maybe not full-blown alcoholism, but just, you know, they drink more than they should or they're spending too much money at the bars or something. And that's something that isn't sitting right with you. You got to be willing to have this conversation with this person. And I feel like if your love changes on them because of that, you know, you need to reevaluate the feelings. Again, this is not excusing alcoholism, um, you know, because alcoholism is a real disease. And I feel like professional help should be sought out for this. But that's a topic for another day. Um, But anyway, like any other type of flaws that this person might have, like, um, you know, realizing maybe they ain't got the money that you thought that they had. Maybe at the beginning they spoiled you a lot because they were trying to court you, you know, or impress you or something. And then as the relationship goes on, you realize maybe this person doesn't have that much money. Is that going to change your love for them? Like, you know, ask yourself, do I only like this person because they spoil me because they're taking me on dates or do I Mm -hmm. like them for who they are on the inside? Yeah, and that's when you can get past the on the surface mm-hmm. feeling for them because I'm sorry, those rainy days are going to come. You're going to have days where you are struggling with your significant, whatever. Mm-hmm. And not even just financially, it might just be an emotion. They might be going through yeah. a hard time and they're not being themselves. They might be fighting a depression mm-hmm. and y'all might start arguing more. But then, are you going to be down for that person and help them get to the root of their problem? So it can be resolved. I'm not saying solve everything for them, but yeah, really question what is the basis of this love? And I also want to say too, you know, you won't be satisfied with anybody until you're satisfied with yourself. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying this because oftentimes like, you know, we can be so caught up in self-criticizing ourselves so deeply that someone really could be coming into our life, really trying to give us the world and, you know, be there. But if you ain't if you're looking in the mirror at yourself and nothing is satisfying you, anything that this person do, you will never, ever, ever be satisfied mm-hmm. because deep within there's still a cut that isn't healed. Mm-hmm. Same thing with you can only love someone as deeply as you love yourself. It's yes. the same exact thing that if you never embrace your own flaws, how are how is anybody else going to embrace mm. theirs or yours or, you know, how are your flaws going to come together? You know, I feel like there's no better love story than two perfectly flawed people just coming together, you know, and working on their flaws together, making things work because they realize there's no other flawed person that would fit my flaws better than this person, you know, did that make sense? Like, you know, and I think it's important because, yeah, I used to hear all the time, like, you can only love someone as deep as you love yourself and Mm -hmm. you know i used to be like well that's not true like i love my parents i love my family blah blah that's true but only to a certain extent like you said maybe only on the surface level but now that i've done the work for myself and i realize how much i matter also not just as like a family member but just as a human being in general i realize how much i love these people in my family you know you like any other friends you know um anybody else who may come into my life who's important like I realize how much I can care for them, how much Mm -hmm. feeling I can have for them because I've discovered that in myself. I realize I matter enough to feel that for me. Yeah, and I think it's just beautiful when you can deeply love people and it's genuine. And also I want to flip the lens a little bit and talk about unconditional love. Be cautious about, be cautious and mindful of um, if someone is loving you unconditionally because I'm sorry, it happens to us all the time. 
You got people who are literally just using you or loving you because of where you are in your life. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's happening right before just because you have a good job, just because you got connections or whatever. You're, you spoil your significant other, that person is loving you. But, you know, honestly, if that was to stop right now, if something in your life altered and changed, is that person still going to be there for you? That's a question to ask yourself because I'm sorry, I'm a person with a big heart. I'm not playing the victim here, but... I know like how I treat people and things like that. So I, there's been times like, you know, my kind heart has been taken for granted, you know, and honestly, I had to take a step back and realize like, okay, you know, are people, you know, certain people in my life just because of, oh, they know, you know, Nini would do this, Nifanisa would do that, you know, or do they really care? And am I getting that same love back? You know, hold yourself to that standard too, to know, you know, you deserve the love that you're putting out there also, you know, shoot good or bad, you know, but if you are giving out good, deep love, you deserve that in return, most definitely. And sometimes too, you know, sometimes you're not always going to get that love back, but just always stay true to yourself and be a genuine person through the process. I absolutely agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we need to recognize too that relationships change, that Mm -hmm. the relationship you have with somebody is not going to look the same way in five years. Mm -hmm. I mean, even us, like when we first became friends, long ago like what eight Um, almost nine years now you know our relationship has changed in so many different ways but it's because we're willing to grow with our relationship you know with each other as women um you know as best friends uh business partners everything so you need to keep that mentality with all types of relationships even the relationship with yourself Mm -hmm. like yeah i can say now i have the best relationship with myself than i have in the past 26 years that i've been on this earth And I think it's because I was willing to recognize my flaws and realize nobody has my story. Nobody has these flaws that make me who I am. You know, so I realize how important I am to myself. And then that way I can spread those feelings onto other people, spread that unconditional love that you were talking about. Um, Because you're going to need to sometimes love somebody through their darkest moments. Mm -hmm. Much like we emphasize loving yourself through that, you're going to have to love your significant other or your family member or a sibling or your best friend or whomever because there's going to be dark times. Just like you feel those, you know, rainy days, they're going to have them too. And maybe it might be multiple rainy days in a row. It might be a rainy month for them because they're grieving or, you know, something life-altering happened. Um, Anything... You know, and you need to be able to step up and be that person. You know, you and I call it sharing the ice pack all the time. And mm-hmm. I think this is really important in any type of relationship because that's when you're allowing yourself to see that this person is flawed also, that they're going to go through some shit. So it's not my turn for the ice pack anymore, but it is her turn for the ice pack. And I'm loving her through it. I'm embracing her flaws through it because she's embraced my flaws through the entire thing. Yeah, and um, when you're being strong for yourself, you can definitely be strong for others. Like Jim was saying, our friendship has transitioned over the years. So like same relations, like, you know, let's start off with like a a relationship, like, um, you know, you guys being in the dating stage, you guys being married, you guys having a child, all that's changing. As a woman, her when she's pregnant, her body's going through different changes, you yeah. know? So, you know, that love is constantly changing, but you have to flow with it, you know? Um, and then back what you were saying about the relationship with yourself, I'm sorry, things happen to you in life. There's going to be times you let yourself down. There's going to be times you let someone, you know, somebody might break your heart and hurt you. You might be embarrassed for a little bit, you know, by some actions that you made, some choices, some mistakes that you made. But you have to be able to love yourself through that and know, okay, I'm human. Uh, it was a lesson for me and I got past it. And, you know, you might have to put a different lens on in, while doing the process, but it's that 
daily work that it takes mm-hmm. because our lives are always changing regardless like our, our parents our parents are getting older you know things like that there's a different lens of you know that you got to approach you got to take while loving them you know we all go through this the midlife crisis you know <laughs> everybody just has a moment things are just changing your looks are constantly changing mm-hmm. your job title you know you may have used to make a lot of money then you don't anymore you know you have to be able to still rock with yourself and rock with the people around you, even when these transitional phases are occurring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, life is always going to test you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then we need to remember, too, that people handle trauma, life situations, stress, grieving, everything differently. Just because we're like, for example, us, like we're best friends and everything. We handle things differently in certain ways. It doesn't mean we don't agree with each other. It's just the way we cope is different. So we need to realize that for everybody in our lives, especially like you said, when they're going through these transitions, they're going to be dealing with things a certain way. Like some friends, yeah, don't open up to you or family members don't talk about their problems. Um, Like, for example, I'm one where I like to process things internally first before I open up and talk about it, because that's just my coping skill. It's the way that I've learned. It's like survival mode, you know, Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best way. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just the way I handle things, you know, and I think with everybody who is in my life, they've had to learn that about me. But also with everybody else in my life, I've had to learn that, too. Like some people are more open or they're just never going to talk about things. So I have to like kind of poke at it and be like, okay, you know, I want to talk to you about this. Like whenever you're ready, I'm here. Like, you know, these are things that we need to learn how to talk to people, you know, Mm -hmm. and nurture our relationships um, with everybody who we care about. Because at the end of the day, everybody's going to do something differently from you. Everybody has their own self-love journey as well, you know, like just because I'm learning to do all these things for myself doesn't mean that people around me are going to know how to do it, or it doesn't mean they don't have their own version of doing things. Mm-hmm. No, that is completely true. Like some people like to write things down. Mm-hmm. I feel like too, when you fully get to know a person too, you'll know how they cope with things and know, okay, is this a person I should be asking about? Or like one, like Jen, like Jen was saying, like she's the type to, you know, process it and then let it out. I know one day Jen will open up. I know that dynamic of our friendships. I don't have to always poke her like, are you okay? You okay? Because I know when she processes it and she's ready to tell me, she's going to tell me. But that helps our friendship stay in a healthy way without me. Because some people don't like to be bothered when they're going through something. They like to just, they don't even want to talk about it at all. So it's annoying, like, you know, but some people just will eventually open up. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it just, it needs to be normalized. Um um, I feel like trauma needs to be normalized in a way of like talking about it, yeah. you know, and not making it, oh, you're weak because you're, you're fighting this old demon. Da, da, da. Like we always say healing isn't linear. So, I mean, shit, there's some shit I've been trying to get over. It's gone away. I felt it. And one day, bam, it hit me. But Jen doesn't ever make me feel like shit for reaching out to her saying, you know, Jen, you know, what? I know this happened whatever years ago, but it's, it's fucking with me right now. I need to talk about it. You know, and that's the thing. We need to stop making it like, oh, but you still worried about that? You still tripping? No, because we all got things and things trigger it on a daily. You mm-hmm. never know what a person's going through. So I feel like when somebody is, um, when, if someone's healing journey is different than yours, that's not a, I wouldn't even consider that a flaw, but you know, don't make that a flaw. That's what I'm trying to say. Like that ain't nothing to pick at a person for because people cope with things differently. And like you said, we're on different self-love journeys. And those journeys look completely different. Some people, it took a longer period of time to get over it. They might have more lashes out. Some people, yeah, get over shit quickly, whatever, numb it quickly, you know, but I feel like we should never judge a person for um, fighting a battle or consider it a flaw because they're so stuck in a bubble Mm -hmm. that they're having trouble getting out of. Yeah, 
absolutely Oof, very well said um i think also though like okay let's say someone's flaws really just are a deal breaker for you mm -hmm. you know know your limits yes set boundaries mm -hmm. um you know know when to walk away like set that tough love like ultimately you got to do what's right for you right we always talk about like self-preservation and everything um and that's part of your own self-love journey also knowing your boundaries like there's things that i went through in relationships that i realized i did not like mm -hmm. um and i had to learn the hard way sometimes i kept going back to the same person like three or four times before i realized you know what ultimately this is not something i can fuck with um you know i don't want this type of person around but then i also had to realize how not to be that person because i was taking on those same characteristics being with this person for so long so not only did i have to set boundaries with that person but i had to set boundaries within myself mm. yeah that's beautiful for real because boundaries that's like one of the one of the key points to self-love and yeah like jenny and i we're not saying stay complacent with somebody like yeah that deal breaker comes do what you gotta do but we're saying when you are with somebody that you really deeply care about do not get fooled in this notion that this person has to be perfect, that this person, me and Jen actually having a deep conversation earlier today. And basically Jen was saying like, you know, yeah, there's certain qualities in a man that she will want. Like, yeah, of course you want a guy who's going to text you all day. He's going to do this mm -hmm. all day, but you know what? It might be a top, you might end up that man that's perfect for you, whoever. Yeah. That might be something he ain't the best that he going to do it still, you know, but whatever that, big old perfect checklist you have it doesn't always it's not gonna always come in that complete package you know i feel like you know um we're meant for someone that's perfect for us but not perfect you know in general exactly you know? and it's okay to keep it because i feel like when we keep this like he has to be this he has to be this he has to be this or our friend has to be this my parent has to be this you're just going to be throwing sand at them the whole time because you're 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 not going to be satisfied with it at all so honestly find that light within yourself so you can find it in others and know okay this person's dealing with this but i could i could rock with this because you know what it's not a deal breaker it's stuff and i love this person enough to help them through whatever they're fighting yeah that's true um you know i can have a thousand things on that list of my ideal man or whatever but <laughs> what kind of traits am i meeting for myself mm -hmm. you know would i want to meet me if i was a man you know i always ask myself Ooh, that like deep. yeah you know because i yeah i can write you know i want a man who's this tall you know who has a good career is intelligent blah blah all this stuff but am i meeting those standards even for me mm. you know and at the end of the day like physical attractiveness has nothing to do with it you know that's not exactly what's on my list anyway but like even the big core things like do i have this and we need to ask ourselves this because yeah we are flawed okay even if i meet part of the traits on my own list what flaws do i come with what traumas do i come with you know i need to keep this in mind when i do finally meet the man of my dreams quincy by the way just letting you know all know but anyway you know we have to where you at quincy brown i'm coming for you but you know, like, um, you know, just letting you know, I'm very flawed, but I'm an extraordinary human being. <laughs> she is. I could vouch for that. But Michael you know, B. Jordan, you got my best friend's birthday. Okay. Exactly. Okay. There's there's a reason. Anyway, um, but yeah, like we need to see people for who they are. We need to see ourselves for who yeah. we are. Getting deep down and dirty. Uh, you know, recognizing that man in the mirror, like Michael Jackson said. You know, no, we need to. Real shit. Yeah, we need to really 
get to know ourselves and whatever we expect of others are we doing the same thing back like are we are, are we the per like what's the word i want to say are we prepared for that so let's say that package you you're wishing for comes your way are you prepared for that mm -hmm. are you ready to take so like it's like a dude saying i want a woman she's right with things she's and she's this this and this but if you can't even handle a strong woman, why the fuck you ask for someone? Because when she come in your life, you're not ready for her. You're going to be the fucking scared of that. So it's the same thing. I mean, I've seen posts of like, I've seen posts of dudes with no job, no car, no nothing, saying the girl got to have this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, so, but if she asks that for you, you ain't got it. I'm sorry. I'm just keeping what it real. What you doing? Like, you know, you know, you want something, do what it takes to attract that, you know, and you will receive it. But what I want to say is when it does come, you need to be ready to, yeah. to attain it, to have it, you know, mm -hmm. to keep it around, you know. And yeah, like Jen said, look in the mirror first, you know, and it all starts there. Because I feel like, too, when you look in the mirror and you heal from certain traumas and stuff, you won't even want to deal with no bullshit. When it comes your way, you'll know exactly what it is and you will keep it pushing. That bullshit wouldn't even know how to approach you because mm -hmm. the way you carry yourself and, and what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, we made a whole episode on that. When value goes up, bullshit goes down, right? Mm -hmm. And keep your value up, ladies. Yeah, and gentlemen too. Gentlemen okay. too. Yeah, we I care guess about we gotta that. represent. I gotta put know. a woman message too. <laughs> of we course, gotta, fellas too. Yeah. Keep your but game. we also have male fans. Yes, Come I love y'all. No, we love y'all. Y'all are but <laughs> just yeah. yeah, but everybody. Everybody. You know, we need to have standards for ourselves of other people as mm -hmm. well. But then make sure you're able to uphold your own standards because it's not fair for me to say i want you know the richest man or whatever when i ain't even got shit to my name like you know i do but just <laughs> you know just say um but at the end of the day like all of this relates to self-love you know like we always emphasize this in our episodes um but i mean i feel like it's pretty obvious like if you love your own flaws you love somebody else through their own flaws that is the perfect example of self-love because mm -hmm. you're learning what it's really like to just, you know, know that this may be silly, but know that, you know, y'all both have morning breath or whatever, but you could still love each other <laughs> and kiss each other, you know, like that's just one little thing. Obviously, everybody comes with that in the mornings, but like, you know, just the other flaws, like if somebody loves me, even if I can get a little temperamental sometimes, you know, I'm working on it every single day, but you know that deep that I'm not hardworking woman, you know, um, there's other things that make me great or whatever, but it's that one flaw that you can put up with. Cool. You know, Quincy, I hope you can put up with that, but you know, it's like, it's so important to just really start working on yourself. Um, because then you'll really be able to, uh, emulate that type of love back out into the universe and then ultimately start attracting people who are really good for you. Yeah, and I also think it relates to self-love, too, because you're not being super hard on yourself. You know, we, I feel like we get frustrated with ourselves, and mm -hmm. you're literally just throwing dirt in your own. You know, you're just mm -hmm. kicking dirt at yourself, you know, and you're doing it to others. But I feel like, you know, I feel like you can end up with a human being that's a great human being, but he's but the person's flawed. Yeah. And you're almost mentally abusing them because, you, you know, you're not, you're doing the same thing to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, we treat people the way we treat ourselves. So love yourself, love your flaws. It's all good. Also, you know, when you see a person for who they are, all that other shit isn't going to matter because, you know, like Jen's saying, things are changing every day. So just love yourself through those changes and through it all. Yeah. Ultimately. I think ultimately we're talking about patience. Yeah. <laughs> you know, patience. be patient with people, be patient with yourself. Um, patient with situations. Yeah. Anything. And 
really get to know people who are in your circle, really get to know you also, like, what are your flaws, what are other people's flaws, and can y'all rock together, you know, Bernice and I have been friends for a really long time, almost a whole decade now, and, you know, I love her, no matter what her flaws are, what she comes with, what baggage she has in her past or in her forward, I will help her carry those bags. But it's Likewise, because, vice versa. <laughs> right. But it's because we've done a lot of talking to each other, getting to know each other, being patient with each other through this entire journey. Even yes. now, like, I know she's seen the worst of me, but she still loves me. I still know to I can death. come to her. Yeah, so... You know, just letting you all know, y'all can't fuck with me because of her. Um, <laughs> you know, right, anyway. the yin gang over here. Yeah, exactly. But you know, like it's important to know that I have somebody like this also who's gonna love me through my flaws. But it doesn't give me an excuse to be toxic either. You know, and it gives me more of a reason to continue to work on myself so I can continue being this person that she loves. Yeah, and we just grow together and blossom as best as I can deliver these beautiful positive message mm-hmm. to you guys. Um, thank y'all for tuning in though. Also a, a quick shout out to the beautiful host of Never Not Extra Podcast. Make sure you check them out. They are really dope. It was thank y'all for hopping on here. We appreciate y'all. They um they're part of the good news radio. Shout out to y'all also. Check out their full network. They have an app full of dope podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um also don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe on this video. We're happy to be visual. Check out our um, Instagram page at SpeakUpJV. Our Podbean website is speakupjv.podbean.com. We're also um, in audio format on iTunes, Spotify, apparently iHeartRadio. <laughs> so do not forget to tune into that. We appreciate you guys and for viewing this and listening. We thank y'all. We love y'all. Keep supporting us. And we'll continue putting out great content for you guys. Right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.